do you like the sound of our voices? Just wait until you see our beautiful faces. At twitch.tv slash radio, you can see us live Wednesday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The only time zone. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Infendo Radio. This is episode number 475. We're coming to you from the 9th of July. Um, I don't think I messed up anything in this you intro, so did. we're... Really? The 9th of July? No, 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 I didn't mess up anything. Jo- 9th of July, we're fine. It's all good. <laughs> How the heck is everybody doing this January evening? Steven, I'm looking at you. Okay, so I got a couple things here. The 9th of July. Are you really wearing a Monster Hunter shirt? That I yes, designed? That yes, Lucas I am. designed that you haven't even got in the actual game yet. <laughs> hey, you don't know what I've got in my game. Well, that is true. Do you have that <laughs> shirt? You got that. <laughs> I, I Probably not. Probably not. I was going to say, you have to farm an Astalos or two to get that one. Right, Lucas? Oh, yeah. Well, um, speaking of farming Astalos, Justin, how are you doing tonight? I I, I don't know how to I don't know how to play off of that. Honestly, that's <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> um, and thank you. Uh, yeah. So uh, clearly, we're all a bit punchy tonight. So this should be an interesting show. <laughs> <laughs> Very. Um, Lucas, how are you doing? You seem to be in a new location well, today. You know, it's such a hot, balmy uh, July that I thought I'd switch it up <laughs> and, you know, see what the world had to <laughs> offer me. Yeah, no, I moved um, last weekend, so I... You look spent... like you moved into your grandparents' basement. Yeah, it was um, the person who I'm living with. It was their parents' room, so... Ah, that um, explains the 1970s decor, I suppose. Well, the only thing that's theirs is the wall and the carpet. I mean, I I have, well, and I guess technically the window sills or whatever. But hey, people didn't come on the show to hear me talk about my room. People came on here to talk about Nintendo. That's right. That's right. This is Infendo Radio after all. Um, If you want to check out all the other stuff we're doing, just go to Infendo.com. You can do all the cool stuff there. Go to Discord and all that stuff. Um... We are going to get into the show proper um, because we actually have a cool roundtable discussion for you guys. We have uh, received a, a bunch of like um, review codes for some games, and we thought, hey, what better place to talk about those games than Infendo Radio? So yeah, each of us kind of took a, a bunch of, the, of games, and we played them over the last couple of weeks, and we're going to talk about them right now. I don't know if anybody wants to go first. Um, but if not, I can, I can jump right in and talk about my little piece here. So yeah, the, um, one of the Anybody want to take ha- that one? Anyone? <laughs> Bueller. Don't, please don't. Bueller. <laughs> so I'm going to, the first game I'm going to talk about is actually the game that I have spent the least amount of time with, but that's because it's the game that I also had the least amount of enjoyment out of. So, you know, I, I kind of figured that, you know, it, it really wasn't worth my time. So th- that game is Roboto. And again, it's got like the worst freaking n- title ever. Like it's not catchy at all. I don't know. But here, here it is. If you're watching the screen, the stream Roboto, I think is how you pronounce that game. And yeah, it, it's Roboto. a very, I'm sorry. I, I was just making up my own pronunciation. Roboto. And I would say, yeah, there you go. I would Ro- say Roboto. 
So I Roboto, Roboto, yeah. Roboto as well, Mr. Roboto. Domo there you Arigato. go. Mr. Roboto, this game. <laughs> You're not saying <laughs> Domo Arigato to this game? <laughs> yeah, no, it's um it, it is not the greatest. I um I, I it's fine, I guess. It, you can tell it was a game that was made in Unity or you know some some kind of game engine like that and it it's 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 okay it, it, so the premise of the game is that you are this robot and then you basically have two things that you can do you or i guess three things you can do you can shoot um uh electricity beam type of thing to make the robots kind of go slower that you're going up against you can jump and then you also have a water attack. And then so what you use the water attack for is you actually get up close to the enemy robots and um, spray them with water. And that's actually how they, you know, how they get defeated. So, like, literally that's all you're doing the whole game. You are blasting them with the electricity and you're going up to them with the water. And then you're trying to do that to all the enemies on the screen. And it just got really dull, really repetitive, really quickly. And um, to top it off, I didn't really enjoy the um, soundtrack for it. Mm. So, like, you know, like, I, I go to games a lot of the time to listen to the music. I think we kind of all do. And then just, like, it, it, every, it had everything stacked up against it. So, like, yeah, I, I, I put that one down pretty quickly. Um, I don't know how much it is. I'm going to look that up here real quick oh, on yeah, one I of my look. other accounts. Yeah, look at the um, price of but, mine, too. Yeah, but it is... I, 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 Unless it's like really cheap, like maybe five dollars or under, I'm, I would have to say I give that game a hard pass. What genre would you classify it as? Um, I guess like an action platformer. Okay. But yeah, it, it's um, it's hard to recommend it, especially when you know the Switch has a lot of really good platformers already. You know, so like yeah, um, it, it's a good attempt. You can tell it was made by like a person or maybe like a small team but yeah it's a it's a it doesn't really have a lot going for it it, it i would stick around if it had like some like maybe a story or something but it doesn't even have that you know mm. so yeah or a gameplay hook for that matter something mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so yeah roboto roboto whatever whatever tomato, your tomato, tomato pass it mm-hmm. so uh yeah let's an- call the whole thing wanna, off <laughs> yeah. Does anybody want to take next about any of yeah. the games that they had? Yeah, I'll uh, take the next one. Okay. Um, so the first game that I played out of my review games as I'm booting up my Switch and not stalling for time <laughs> was called Rockets, Rockets, Rockets. What is this game about? Uh, dinosaurs. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> so naturally, as you might have guessed, the game is about rockets. Um, when you look at the screenshots of it, it looks like it would be something like Missile Command, where you're shooting missiles at an enemy base type deal to blow up the enemy base. When you start playing it, that's not what it is at all. Basically what it is, is you shoot the missile, and you're controlling the missile now, and as the missile, you're trying to shoot the other missile out of the air. Um, not a lot there, unfortunately. I actually had a really good time with it. Um, the problem is, is it's desi- it's like a two-player arcade-style game, and it's got maybe two modes in it. It's got a zen mode where you can use the path of the rockets to um, draw stuff, like pictures and stuff, while you listen to the soundtrack. Or it's got the mode that you play just like with a second player. And I think it was only two-player. I may be wrong on that. I'll have to check. 
Um, so really not a lot there. If it's, you know, two or three bucks and you're just looking for something fun to do while you're drunk or high or, you know, whatever you're doing, might be a good time. Um, other than that, uh, not the greatest of games. Although... The soundtrack is amazing. Did you just recommend I've... that if our listeners are drunk or high, they might enjoy this game? <laughs> yeah, it's one of those games that you play when you have a couple of friends over and you've had a couple of drinks with those couple of friends. And My couple of friends are named Samuel and on. Adams. <laughs> <laughs> or, if, or if you've got Jack Daniels over to the party, that one would do too. Or apparently your friend Scooby Bud. and Shag. <laughs> Yeah, Scooby and Shag would have a great time with that game. Wow. Um, soundtrack, though, is awesome. Sounds like something I did to your mom last oh, God. So, I, if I could buy the soundtrack, I actually would. But, yeah. So, not not a lot there. Kind of like my review. Say, if, 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 uh, if that game's anything like the first game I ever reviewed for Infendo, the music is probably some, uh, like license free music you can just download off of a website because that's where i found the soundtrack to what was it block race or something like that brick race yeah 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 block race i think <laughs> is what it was let me um, see if i can boot this up and preview <laughs> yeah i was gonna say shazam it that might work um i may as well go next since i'm talking anyway um so the first game i played was rockets, rockets, how rockets. very like super nes Midi. Yeah, like not bad at all. Actually, yeah. I really enjoyed the song. I think it's only got like two songs though. It actually reminds me a lot of Uniracers. Oh yeah, yeah. That kind of that kind of that kind of twangy like faux guitar sound that the Super NES did so well. Right. So sorry. <laughs> go ahead. All right. So anyway, um. First game I played was a game for the Switch called Monster Loves You. And I had no idea what to expect from this. Even from the description, I had no idea what to expect. And after I started playing it, I still had no idea what to expect. But let me tell you what I got from it. and a journey of discovery which is where i left off and uh from the description i thought it would be a little bit more interactive but it's actually very choose your own adventure so basically what it does is it asks you a bunch of questions about how your monster would behave in certain hypothetical situations to kind of give you a baseline personality score you know, for, like, bravery and kindness and stuff like that. Um, and then it continues to ask... that it threw at you like 
you're you're in a cave and it's your adolescent years and you see another monster that's crying in the corner and you have the choice to go over and comfort them or go over and tell them to get over it and again you know come join so you know you pick something and then it leads to another question and you have to go through and see what happens and so there's all these really unique things that that happen along the way and every choice you make adds point adds or subtracts points to different meters like again bravery kindness one of them is that um i can't remember what they all are i should have written them down actually but um so the 10 minutes, give or take five, that I spent with it was actually surprisingly enjoyable. However, and and the, there's this kind of, you know, like light instrumental music playing in the background. Again, probably something from Kevin McLeod or, you know, one of those other, you know, composers who just does freelance or free, freeware music. But, mm-hmm. um, uh, and I would recommend it as kind of a, you know, And I just can't see that game having, even if it is a lengthy text-based adventure, I just can't see anybody getting 10 minutes worth of enjoyment out of that when you can, you know, get so many great, like, platformers for that much or slightly more. And, you know, hell, even bad indie platformers are less than that with hours of... And, and it's funny that you say that because I just looked up the price of that Roboto Roboto game, and it's also nine ninety nine. So that's why it's really hard to recommend at ten bucks. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you if up rockets, rockets, rockets. Like if, like I found Membrane to be kind of a hard sell for ten bucks, and that's a pretty, you know, pretty lengthy action based puzzle game. Um, so I definitely can't recommend this for 10, but if it ever hits like a major price drop as these indie games tend to do, you know, if it's down to a buck or two, pick it up. You'll, you'll get a couple of bucks worth of enjoyment out of it. I certainly have. I'm, I will probably go back to it whenever I'm bored. Awesome. Yeah. I'll look up that rockets, rockets, rockets price here. It is $5, Steve. So four ninety nine. Okay. So yeah, if you're looking for a couple good hours of fun. Fair. All right, Lucas, you want to take it away what you've been playing? Oh, boy, which one do I want to talk about first? Um, Beholder was a game that we got a review code for a while ago that I redeemed immediately because I really wanted to try that game. Um, the setup is that you're living in, like, fake Russia, you know, whatever, whatever fake world that is supposed to be that's basically just Russia under the idea that you live in this really like totalitarian dictator kind of state where um, basically the government controls everything and you have just been elected as like the new landlord for a particular apartment building so obviously your basic job is to make sure that people have enough supplies and everything and that the houses all look good and you fix anything that breaks, blah, blah, blah. Your other job is is to bug all of the rooms with spy equipment. 
um, monitor people for illegal activity, report illegal activity, take calls from the government, and, you know, turn people in when and if they do anything against glorious leaders' wishes. This um, is this is sounding way too prophetic right now. <laughs> it's very interesting, and I liked it a lot. Um, visually, it's very nice. It's simplistic, but it works well. It has kind of a, a black and white, um, like, blob kind of style for the characters. There's no, like, defining features. Everyone's just like a humanoid blob. Sure. Um, the biggest gripe I have with the game is it's very much one of those games where you have to, like, pre-plan in order to, to do things that you want to do and go down a particular path. Um, I, I was kind of playing through it early in, and you, your son's big thing is he doesn't want to be a minor. He wants to go to school and, like, actually get, like, a job in business instead of, like, going to work in the mines like everyone else does. Um, your daughter mm-hmm. is just, like, a little, like, seven-year-old daughter, and your wife has, like, way too many needs that you can't possibly fulfill. Every week she wants to buy something new or, you know, have something new, and that's that's a whole thing. So I focused on the sun a lot because I was like, I'm going to treat my boy right, and, you know, life's good. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, you need $20,000 because your daughter has this rare disease and she's going to die in, like, <sighs> six weeks. I'm like, Cool. So I say, son, I'm sorry, you can't go to college, I can't pay for your exams, you're going to have to go work in the mines because we need the extra money. I I start I, I start planting evidence in my tenants' rooms to turn them in so I could make extra money from the government. I basically like have it out with my wife and tell her we're not doing anything, and I'm still like six thousand dollars short at the time limit. And my daughter dies. It's like you gotta like pre-plan. You gotta have like all the money saved up for when it happens because, oh god, it's it's hard. It's a hard game, and it's kind of a stressful game. So, this reminds me so much of the end game of Fable 3, mm-hmm. where you have to uh, like choose to either help the, all the citizens or basically screw them over. And if you help all of them, you don't have enough money to fight the war and everybody dies. But if you um, do or if you don't help them, everybody survives, but they hate you. <laughs> yeah, it's... um. It's a, it's a game. It's a very cool game. I like the concept a lot. I want to say it's a $15 game, but I'm not sure. I, it, it was 15 I don't think it was 20 I know it wasn't 10 But um, Did good... you said it was Beholder, the complete edition? Yes, that's the one. I'm looking. It is. Bear with me. I'm not stalling at all right now while this loads. <laughs> Fourteen ninety nine. Fourteen ninety nine. There you go. Yeah, I would recommend it. I thought it was a pretty solid title. Um, you know, obviously plot wise, it's very interesting. Um, it's one of those games that's like high stress. It kind of reminded me a little bit of Papers Please, if you guys have ever played mm. that, where mm-hmm. you know, like you constantly have to be attentive I and knowing like what you're game. doing. And I like it too, but it gets really like like it has the same system where it's like th- more and more things become illegal, and like you have mm-hmm. to like, like it's. They're, those games build, and they can be very hard to play. I like a good, like, casual kind of indie where I can just sit down and, like, play the game on my own time, and that's a game where you really sure. got to sit down and focus. So if you're willing to do that, give it a go. But um, it's a solid title. I'd recommend it. So that was my first game. Eugene, what you got for us? Awesome. I guess it's back around to me. So, yeah, so my um, the next game that I was playing um, – this I actually enjoyed this one a lot more than the first, obviously. You can – 
you know, there wasn't a lot of uh, good to talk about from the first one. But this one, Escape, um, what is it called? Let's see, it's called Escape from Dude Land, or Doodle Land, I guess. Escape do- Escaped Doodle Land. It's a $10 game, um, same price as Roboto, and much more enjoyable. So this game is a... Uh, a runner, not an endless runner, because there's actually levels and worlds, I guess, that you can um, go into. And it is really cool. Um, I like it a lot because of the art style. So um, I'll just put it up on the screen here for people who you. are um, watching the stream. <laughs> it's like, oh, so you it's know. It's a Meat Boy style runner. Yeah, well, yeah. Kind of. And then, Except so a like, you know. hand drawn. <laughs> Okay, I'm actually doing, I'm really into this, doing this backwards from the video screen that I'm, okay, I died. (laughs) Anyways, uh, um, yeah, so you know, you jump, you run away from the monster, and then you try and get to the end of the level. It's pretty cool. Um, there, there's different upgrades that you can buy, um, in the shop. There's like a, it, it, it's got, it's got some very, very, like, I would say British humor, I guess, because like, so your double jump is you actually farting and you know, you, oh, this that's is how a you Steve get, game. Uh, I was was listening at runner. Now you have my full attention. (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's, it's fun. I like it. It, It's cute. (laughs) It's got, it's got a really good art style. Yeah. The power ups are funny. Like one of the things that you do is like, you can fart and then the monsters like, ew, and then it gives you a little bit of time to get away from the monster. So yeah, it's, it's cool. It's, it's, it's cool. Um, there's a, there's a shop too, like an in-game shop, not like, um, real money, but like, you know, you get through, you get these collectible, um, currency throughout the game and you can like buy like a little bee that you want, that you can be instead of the little, the little guy or like, you know, like different characters, different upgrades that you can actually buy for your character for like the farts. (laughs) There's, it's cool. I, I, I am definitely enjoying it a lot. I haven't beaten it. There's actually 10 worlds that you can go into. Um, so yeah, I, I, I fully expect this to be added into my pooping category um so yeah it's kind of in my rotation for that you know i am fully sold on this game (laughs) yeah 10 bucks can't go wrong at all it's really good um the um the art style is just like killer too like it's so it's like a it looks like um it's drawn on graph paper or whatever or like hand drawn or whatever i i Mm -hmm. i I like it it's really cool so yeah escape dude land or doodle land is it dude or doodle? It's gotta be well, it's doodle. D- <laughs> it's D. Yeah. It's D O O D and then land. So doodle land. Oh, dude land. Well, okay. Guys, it's a it's a pun. <laughs> Everything's <laughs> hand drawn. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's cool. I love it a lot. I love it a lot. So uh, I would I would definitely recommend this one to anybody who's looking for you know something a little different you know or even if it's something the same because this is kind of like the runner games even you know but like a different yeah. take on it so. Well, okay. So, that sounds amazing, actually. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I guess I can Oh, and the music's next. good. Sorry. The, I like the music, too, in it, so... Okay, uh, yeah, I actually meant to ask that, and then I got sidetracked. I squirreled. <laughs> so, okay. So, my next game was called Roar. R-O-A-R-R! Exclamation mark. You gotta make sure to get that in there. Um, here is the little icon for it. It is about... A dinosaur. Um, it actually has a fun little story. Um, you're a T-Rex sleeping for 65 million years or whatever it is, <laughs> and you get woken up by an earthquake. As T-Rexes and do. You go on a rampage. Um, 
it plays like a like a flash version of Hyrule Warriors. So it's got that same style of you've got enemies going around. You're not taking over keeps or anything. It's not that complex. Um, but you've got enemies coming at you. You know, you're in a 3D-ish world. And, you know, you, ha you have to attack. There's different combos that you can do. You've got two different attack buttons. You've got, like, a swing with your little T-Rex arms. And then you've got a kick. And depending on what combos you do, you'll spin around and hit them with your tail. Um, you can double jump. Sadly, there's no farts, although I kind of wish that was a thing in this game now. <laughs> um, the music was very, very bad in this game. Ooh. Um, it's a, and it's a very simple game. I, I only heard one song for the entire time I played the game, and it gets old very quickly. Um, and as you're going around the game, it does have destructible environments. But it's like, okay, so you've got this building that's like a rectangle. When you run through the building, it just kind of falls over like a cardboard box. <coughs> like, you know, very, very simple, simple, simple gameplay. Um, looks like, like I say, the best way I can describe it is if they, if Hyrule Warriors was about a dinosaur and it was played in a web browser, that would kind of be this game. So if you're looking for a very simple game like that, probably worth it. I did not enjoy it at all. Lucas says that uh, he may be slightly interested in that game. It does sound like a Lucas kind of game. <laughs> As everything it, you it, said it, about it made it seem like you were actually enjoying it, and then you're like, no, I did not enjoy it at all. <laughs> no, it's only seven ninety nine, like, so it's pretty cheap. So Okay, so yeah, that's <laughs> not as bad as the $10 ones. I might pick it up for four ninety nine. Like, seven ninety nine is a bit much. Four ninety nine seems a bit more acceptable. And if it's less than four ninety nine, just buy it. Okay. So, yeah. So again, not a whole lot to say about that one, just because there's again not really a lot there. Sure. So not a lot of variety in the enemies either. They're all kind of like I think I saw four different types of enemies, um, and you see them all in like the first two levels, and then after that, it's just all recolors of them where they get progressively more hit points. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Um, you know, you can tell that the person who made it put a lot into it, but that doesn't necessarily make it a great game either. Sure. So. Well, so what? So who wants to go next? Uh, I guess I'm next in the rotation. Uh, the second game I played, I, I I actually volunteered to take the only 3DS game because I still play my 3DS semi regularly. Um. <coughs> So I got Jake Hunter Detective Story, Ghost of the Dusk. And uh, from what I could gather, this is actually like a compilation of uh, DS games that I'm assuming only came out in Japan because um, all the dialogue is in Japan. Like, it's all completely voiced, but it's all Japanese. So... Um, uh, that already kind of bothers me because it's very, it's, as you can guess by the title, it's a very noir style game, which, yeah, I mean, I guess anime does a lot of noir stuff, but, um, you know, this is, these are clearly like kind of nondescript white characters <laughs> for lack of, I mean, again, typical anime characters, they look like white people, but... <laughs> Anyway, so it's, again, another kind of choose-your-own-adventure sort of thing, except 
it's more of an interactive linear story because while you can choose like what question to ask or what action to do next you basically have to do all of them and sometimes it forces you to do them like it'll give you the option to I think one one of the things like a person walked into a bar and I had the option to talk to one of the three people in the bar including him mm-hmm. I had the option to move to either another place in the bar or out of the bar or the option to examine somebody or something in the bar but every option i chose told me oh i should probably do this thing first so i eventually had to do the examine the person sitting at the bar because that's what i wanted me to do why give me the option to do all this other stuff if you're going to force me to do it i don't know yeah Um, that's like a very old school type of thing where it like gives you the illusion of choice right don't play detective pikachu (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, I have not played today. Is that what this this is what it's like? It reminds me a lot of that. It's like, hey, click on the thing we want you to click on. Which would be which would be fine if it, you know, explicitly said this is like the monster loves you game again another choose your own adventure only gave you the options that you could choose. Yeah. Whereas this is giving me options that I can't choose yet, so why give them to me cuz you're just I've I've become kind of obsessed with the idea of respect for a gamer's time. If you don't respect the gamer's time, the gamer's not going to enjoy the time spent with the game. I've spent a lot of time, I mean, not a lot of time. It was like, again, about 10, 15 minutes. But the 10, 15 minutes I spent with the game, about half of it was trying to figure out what the next step was going to be. And the other half was um, taking the wrong step and having to try something else. And then there's just sitting there listening to dialogue, which is all in Japanese. So I have to read it. If I'm going to read it anyway, then don't bother with the recorded dialogue. <laughs> um, this game is not out yet. Um, I don't know. Uh, according to uh, Nintendo's store, it the release date is to be determined. Hmm. Um, and it's going to retail for $39.99. If this is your kind of thing, it'll you'll probably enjoy it anyway, in spite of my criticisms of it. And I'd like to at least finish the first mission because it has, you know, it's called Ghosts of the Dusk. It's a ghost story. I like detective stories, so it kind of hits some of those little things that I like. So I want to at least finish the first mission of it, and maybe I'll be back next week talking about it. But um, sure. just like it it does a lot of things wrong and does not respect my time. <laughs> yeah, sure. So, jury's still out on it, basically. <laughs> cool. Fair enough. Well, Lucas, what you got for us? Well, speaking of games that ask you to click on a particular thing at a particular time, Nairi! <laughs> um... <laughs> Oh, I've been excited to hear about this one, actually. It's an interesting game. It's called Nairi Tower of Sheeran. Um, full disclosure, have not finished it, but um, played a bit of it, enjoyed what I played. It is a point-and-click game in every sense of the word. It is very much point and very much click. See, um, and I wouldn't mind... I, I'm, I'm hoping that... Sorry for, for cutting in, but I'm hoping that Jake Hunter will have some of that point-and-click um, explorations later in the game because that's what I was hoping it was going to be when I saw Detective. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, this one is entirely point and click. 
Um, the the merits of this game, the thing that sets it apart from other games, the soundtrack is top notch. Um, the storytelling is simple at the moment, but interesting. And um, the art style is phenomenal. It is a very pretty game. Like it is right on par with like you know the Professor Layton games and like that really like nice cartoony kind of like you know character design and development. It's just it's a it's a beautiful game all the way around. Um, it's a game that you're playing for the plot more than anything, I would think, unless you're just a hardcore fan of finding things in a room, pointing on them, and clicking them to advance through puzzles. But um, if you like that kind of stuff, or if you have like a small child and you want to play a game with them, like it's a good one. I would uh, I would recommend it. I don't really have that much else to say about it. It's it's kind of one of those games where you immediately know if it's your speed or not. Um, I, I admire what it does right, which is, again, specifically, like, artistically, it's a very pretty game for an indie game. Um, but I just, I don't really have much else to say. It, it, you know what it is, so if, if that's your speed right. to get into it, play it. If not, give it a hard pass. Um, but it's, it's solid. I, I would recommend it to anybody who's looking for something like that. So that's kind of all I've got to say about it. <laughs> Well, fair enough. Well, I guess that means that we're back to me, and I can talk about the next game I've been playing um, that we got a review fo code for. Oh, actually, let me... Um, did you already say the price for Nayari? Because I have that in front of me, too. I did not know it, so I was hoping okay. somebody would look it up. That's me. Um, it is nine ninety nine. So looks like all our games are like 10 bucks. That's not bad. That's fair. Except fair. for mine, which is 30 Or 40 and, rather. And <laughs> Beholder, which was 15 Right. Well, I guess I'm very bad at spotting trends. So um, anyways, here is the next game that I've been playing. And I actually really, really like this game a lot. So this game was called Rage in Peace. Um, at first, I didn't wasn't really sure that I was going to um, take to it. But um, the more I played it, um, the more I actually really enjoyed it a lot. So this game was or is $12.99. Um, a little bit more expensive than the other ones I've been playing, but it's got a beautiful art style. I'm going to put it up to the screen if you guys are watching us live. So, yeah, it's, it looks <laughs> cool. It's got a, got a nice little art style. But the whole point of the game is you're supposed to – you're trying to survive. So, like, as you go, like, everything is trying to kill oh you. <laughs> Literally everything is trying to kill you. So it's like Impossible S Game, The Endless Runner. Right, yeah. And so the conceit here is that <clears throat> this guy, his he, – he – He's been met by the Grim Reaper in the very beginning of the the um, the game. There's a really cool cutscene that you watch and everything like that. I actually really enjoy the story of this game too. It's silly, it's funny, but anyways, the guy meets the Grim Reaper, and he says that um, he wants to basically just live out the rest of his day and die at home because you know that's kind of his dream or whatever. But he, uh, like, I guess the Grim Reaper is, he is saying that, okay, well, you're supposed to die here at work, so you have to find your way back home. And so that's why everything is trying to kill you. So, like, you know, the lights are falling from the ceiling and they'll smash you and it's like an instant kill. And it's interesting, too, because, like, if you mess up, you're immediately dead and you have to start back over from the beginning or the last checkpoint or whatever. So it can be a little bit frustrating, but I, I, I really am enjoying my time with it. There's this, like I, This actually sounds like a lot of fun. Just it feels like the humor would yeah. outweigh the frustration. 
Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. It, it's it's great. Like it's like so like when you die, there's like this like little Manila folder, and it tells you exactly how you died. And it's like, okay, so like the sadly this guy failed to achieve his only dream. It, it, it's got a lot of humor. I love it a lot. Um, it's um, it doesn't really have um, music though, but in, instead it's got like the um, ambiance um, to it. So like. Um, you actually want to play with the sound on because like for example you'll you'll hear like rattling coming at you from like a distance and then all of a sudden this like freaking goblin or whatever with a chair is coming at you and it's going to kill you so like you have to listen for that and then jump at the right audio cue you know and yeah i i i'm having a lot of time with this a lot of fun with this game it's a really good time it's not for everybody, obviously, because it can be frustrating. But uh, yeah, it, it's cool. I, I like it a lot. Um, Rage in Peace. It was twelve ninety nine. Highly recommended from me. I've been playing the hell out of it. So I am putting it in my wish list now, and if it ever goes on sale, I might pick it up. Yeah, awesome. That sounds awesome. like fun. Definitely. Yeah, I, I really, really am having a blast with it. So thank you for sending the review code over for that one. All right, who wants to take next? That would be me. Um, my final game that uh, I took from this batch of reviews was called Soap Dodgem. Um, it retails for normally for $6.89. I would like it noted that it appears to be on sale right now for $3.44. So not much more than what you would pay like on iOS or something like that. Um, it is a sliding game. So for any of you that have a sliding puzzle game, sorry. So for any of you that have ever, that have ever played a Zelda game, you traditionally see these in the top-down Zelda. Yep. Where you've got the sliding block puzzles, the ice mm -hmm. block puzzles. That's kind of mm. what this plays like. Um, you are a little bar of soap, and you're trying to slide across different types of tiles. Um, the first world looks like ice. Um, but you're sliding across tiles trying to get to these little mold patches to clean them up. Um, every level has a golden a golden bubble that you can collect. And if you get enough of those golden bubbles, you can, you can unlock later chapters of the game earlier on. Um, there are a whole bunch of different characters. I completed the entire first world. Um, there's a surprising amount to it. There are, from what I was reading, 120 levels in this game with a level creator. So it is possible for you to build your own levels. Um, I assume it'll be, you know, like Chicken Wiggle or Mario Maker, where you can share those online with your friends. But I don't know, because I don't have any friends that have this game yet. Um, really enjoyed this. You want to talk about a good pooping game? This is a good <laughs> pooping game. Seems, it seems to be I, the I, trend tonight. <laughs> I, I'm looking at it. It looks like an interesting puzzler, you know, like it, something... But the only thing is, like, you said that it's like an iOS thing. I almost would rather have it on my phone. Is it right. available on um, phones? Let let me look real quick, um, opening the App Store. Um, while I stall for time there... Um, it's like the... Um, what, what I lost it was, my train of thought. The, the <laughs> speaking of trains, that uh, subway um, managing game that came out on the Switch oh. a few months ago, Metro yeah. or something or other... Um, yeah, I was really interested in that, and then I happened to discover my kids playing it on their tablets. I'm like, well, they're, oh. not allowed, they're not allowed to buy anything on their tablets, so, well, that's odd. How did they play that? So I go and look, and it was free on, on hmm. uh, Amazon tablets, so I go and look on on 
my iPhone, and oh, look at that. It's in the App Store for one ninety nine. Screw paying 10 bucks. <laughs> I'd rather have this on my phone, so... <laughs> sure. Okay, so this is interesting. So there is a version of it on <coughs> iOS. Mm-hmm. It's called Soap Dodgem Challenging Puzzle. <laughs> um, it is $1.99 on iOS <laughs> um, with in-app purchases, which are big pack of secrets for $1.99, small pack of secrets for $0.99, cents, or unlock games. So my guess is it's an ad-based game. By the or by the $1. way, $1.99. oh you you already put in the chat. I was going to say by the way, it is currently on sale for fifty percent off in the eShop right. for three forty four. Um, so yeah, three forty four on Switch. It was a very fun game. My only real complaint about this game is the help system, at least in the Switch version. I don't know how it works in the iOS version, but mm-hmm. the help system in the Switch version is broken. Um, I'm used to games like like Picross 3D, for instance, where if you use a hint or get help, you can complete the puzzle, but it shows the marker that the puzzle's been completed differently, like right. in black and white or something like that, um, versus color. In this one, you can actually use the help thing to get through the entire game with no penalty whatsoever. Because I beat a level completely without help, and then I beat the next level completely with help, and there was no difference between the markers. Hmm. Um, so it is a little bit flawed in that respect, but you know, at that point it's just like, okay, well, do you choose to use help or do you choose to not type deal? Right. Um, for three forty nine, I have to recommend the game if you like the style of games. Um, because it looks like even if you were to buy it on iOS, it's going to cost you about four bucks. Yeah, what you get everything, yeah. It's two bucks to download the game, and then it looks like another two bucks, possibly, to unlock the full game. So I don't know how many levels are in the iOS version versus the Switch version. But of of the three games I played, this was (coughs) the one that I definitely had the most fun with. So it was definitely... Definitely a me game. Anytime we get those puzzle games, there was another one that I reviewed last year that had something to do with sliding marbles um, along a grid type deal. I don't remember what it was called, but I just love those kind of games. Uh, I don't usually get too far into them because I don't, I don't know, I just like to do the easy stuff. And then once they start to get hard, I bail for something more fun. But I do have a lot of fun with those. Awesome. Yeah, it, it definitely looks interesting. I, 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 I mean, I have a, I have a phone that I can get it on. I'm looking at it on here, but the, like you said, it's on sale for like three fifty. So like, yeah. I just might yeah, just three fifty. Yeah. yeah. And, and then All you right. can put it on the TV when you're done pooping. You just drop it on the top. <laughs> yeah. Right. On the TV. Yeah. There you go. And just take your your Joy Cons with you. That's right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> or put a TV in the bathroom. <laughs> Awesome. Well, I guess that means that we are moving on to Justin. Are you next? Um, I guess. Um, I guess what my my third game is a confession. I started. <laughs> I started the game. It is uh, Demetrios, the big cynical adventure. But I didn't make it through the opening cutscene so i actually have nothing to say about the game other than the opening is a fully voiced and like you know sound affected comic book style introduction to the (sighs) um 
So, yeah, um, try at your own risk or wait until next week when I've actually had a chance to really, like, actually play the game. <laughs> Fair enough. What did you say the, the name of the game was called again? Demetrios the Big Cynical Adventure. That's a big, long, cynical title. <laughs> <clears throat> it looks like there's a demo of it available for that game, too, so, you know, you can at least do that if you wanted to try it out. It looks like it's 10 bucks, so. Well, that seems about par for the course. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, fair enough. Well, Lucas, did you have another game you wanted to talk about? I <clears throat> did have another game I wanted to talk about um, that I'm going to remember the name of as soon as I open up my Switch, and that name is Battle Princess Madeline. Um, I almost didn't get to play this game because when I went to redeem the code, it had been taken off the eShop. It got delayed. <laughs> they had to do something to it, and now it's back. Um, it's a interesting game. Um, it's basically a 2D platformer in the style of Ghosts and Goblins or, um, something like that. Kind of your, you know, your usual kind of throw weapons, kind of almost a Castlevania kind of feel to it too. Um, it's not really an open, or it's more of an open world than like a a linear or like a Metroidvania kind of thing. It's like, you know, you, you have areas you go to and as you beat one area, you go to the next area, but... In the story mode, you kind of you can go back and forth and you know explore things you might have missed and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's got a lot to it. There's a lot of weapons to unlock. Um, it's odd because arcade mode and story mode are very very similar, but like arcade mode starts out with like a, a sprited version of the cutscene you see in story mode, and then you're just thrown into the action, and the action is a lot harder. Story mode kind of holds your hand a little bit more, <clears throat> but. Um, the interesting thing about the game for me is, at first when I booted it up, I got, like, the opening cutscene. And I was like, this is weird. They, like, hand-drew everything, and it looks like a modern indie game, but they added, like, a weird filter to it to make it look older, and they have, like, 16-bit music in the background. But then you get into the actual game, and it's an actually, like, 16-bit sprited game. So it, in all, in all ways, in positive and negative ways, it feels like a Super Nintendo game. Um, that, that goes right down to awkward button controls where, like, jumping is with B instead of A. Um, the fact that you press, like, up to talk to people and so, like, like, everything about it feels like an old game. So if you're looking for a, a Super Nintendo game, again, if you want one of those, this is a pretty solid entry for it, I would say. Um, it's, it's probably the most... So I don't want to say polished, because Nyree and Beholder were both really good, and Nyree was a really polished game, but it's probably the game that would appeal the most to the most people, I feel like. Like, um, it, it, was, it was kind of the, the one game out of the three that I was like, yeah, I could recommend this to most people, and I think somebody would get some level of enjoyment out of it. It had that kind of basic Super Nintendo vibe to it. So if you want to try anything from my list, I would recommend Battle Princess Madeline. And Eugene... Out of curiosity, how much does Battle Princess Madeline um, cost? It is $19.99. All right, $19.99. So a little more expensive, but solid. I might wait till it goes down to $15. I don't know. I mean, if you're into it, you're into it, but, you know. Right. <laughs> Fair. <clears throat> well, awesome. I, I don't have any other games that I had, and I don't know that anybody else did, but Lucas, I, I'm not sure. Did you have any extra ones? I, I couldn't remember. No, those were the only ones I had. Okay, fair enough. Well, then, um, I think that brings us to the end of this segment. I hope you guys liked it. It was a uh, all-game uh, segment, so tell us what you think in the Discord. Go to Infendo.com to join it today. Like Infendo? We're Infendo. 
Our merch shop has a whole new look at a brand new place. Come check out the new and improved gear at infendo.com slash store. All right, we're back. Um, we are in the question block. I hope that if you are on Patreon, you are submitting questions too, just like Schnazzy One did. He asks, what sport would be the funniest to add a mandatory amount of alcohol to? Right. Wait, mandatory what? maximum or minimum? <laughs> <laughs> what the, the question states, what sport would be the funniest to add a mandatory amount of alcohol to? I'm gonna... It doesn't say real sport. Okay, before we to, before for, we before, for, we, before <laughs> we go into this too much, and I know that we've taken a lot of interesting questions, but I'm just gonna remind everybody when they're doing the Patreon that we are a Nintendo podcast. And with that, let's take this question away. It, um, it, I would. Uh, go ahead. Quidditch. Oh God! It's already, it's already quite. <laughs> All right, Steve is disqualified. So. Okay, so leaving Quidditch off the table then, it's Um, gotta be hockey. Yeah, I I was gonna say Phantom says hockey, I'm thinking hockey is... I got the answer. You guys are thinking way too too locally and not globally. The answer is cricket. You ever want to see somebody get destroyed, they play cricket. So you add drinking to cricket and you've got like... A bloodbath, my friend. Okay, well, let's see, take I was that one step along further. the lines of you get drunk, you can't stay on your feet. So, you know, imagine <laughs> putting that on ice. How about, um, what's the one with the horses? The horse polo or whatever? <laughs> let's do that one. You just want to see people <laughs> fall off horses and break their spines? Okay. <laughs> hey, dude, it was funny when Christopher Reeve did it. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Jeez. Um, actually, you know what would be fun would be that It actually dancing. wasn't, those of you who couldn't see the sarcastic expression on my face. That, that <laughs> ribbon dancing that they do at the Olympics, I would like to see them do that drunk. That how <laughs> is that a sport? It is entirely a <laughs> how, sport. How is and I want to see drunk men and women twirling ribbons while trying to balance. <laughs> okay, to be Steve. fair, that's the only way you're getting me to twirl ribbons is by getting me drunk. <laughs> I highly doubt that, but uh, see, bear in mind that the Olympics is also the place where walking race is a sport. There's a reason I don't watch the Olympics. <laughs> so when I was younger and dumber and drinking, uh, we used to do this thing called a beer mile. It was the worst thing. So if anybody who's run on a track knows, you run four times around the track and that's a mile, right? So you have to start off, you take your beer, and then you drink your beer and then you run your first lap. And then every lap you have to drink a beer. So then by the time you're done, you're five beers in and just like not having, well, you might be having the best time, okay. but sometimes you're not having the best time. Okay. Try I that. I don't think you could get me around a track once, drunk or not. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So um, my friend who listens to the show just gave us a suggestion and I have to add it to the list. It's a Japanese sport called Botaushi. Um, it's literally like capture the flag, but they're all climbing up a giant pole to get the flag first. <laughs> and he writes, 150 drunk people climbing on top of each other. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> uh, but what like is it called? Batashi? Oh my god. <sighs> what, what is this thing called? Ba- I Batashi? bet there's a lot of pole climbing in Utah. Botaushi. Apparently, Bo-tow-shi. it's like a it's an exercise that they use in like the the military, and they've turned it into a sport of sorts. So, <laughs> very nice. Ay ay ay. Does anybody else have anything else they want to contribute? I can't beat Botashi. That's just. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> I mean, you could throw in, you know, any Takeshi's Castle um, game, I suppose, but, you know. Oh, God. Okay. N- some kind of shuriken sport. Is there a, sp- a sport with shurikens? Because that's what it needs. Oh, God. What about well, um, AJ Searson already suggested darts, so, you know, that's pretty close. <laughs> oh, but... But that's already in every bar in America. Right. I mean, most most bars for in some, America have a dartboard. For some board. reason, the idea of, um, of throwing drunk, yeah, drunk people with sharp pointy <laughs> objects. <laughs> idea. What about what about lawn darts? <laughs> Those are unsafe dart? when you're sober. <laughs> They're basically these big giant darts that you throw up in the air and see where they land. Oh God. What? Usually, is the this... place where they land is inside your friend. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, that's it. We did the question block. If you'd like to contribute, you know, you know where to go. Go to Patreon. Hey, all you boys and girls, you want to go to a fun, exciting website where all the happening kids and girl versions of kids are hanging out and playing video games all day? Tumblr's dead. Why not check out Nintendo.com? Head on over, click on some links, buy some stuff with ads. Visit all our stuff, buy our merch, we need money. Nintendo Radio is on now. All right, well, we're back, and we are going to talk about the games that we have been playing. The Yeah, this is the Change the System segment. Um, we've already been talking about games that we've been playing, but there's a lot of games out right now, and I, I know that I've been playing some other stuff, so uh, does anybody want to take first? I mean, I've been playing lots of stuff, but it's all been very, like, ADD. <laughs> all right, well, I'll go first, because I don't have much to say, because I have done the movie thing. Um, I've played two games. If you listened to last week's show, you should know right now what those two games are. I've been playing Smash Bros, and I've been playing Persona 5. And I love both of them. And I can't wait until those two games have a beautiful baby, and I get to play Persona 5 in Smash Bros. But while I wait for that, I'm just playing them separately and living my life. Um, Smash Bros is Smash Bros. It's exactly what you would expect it to be. I still really like it a lot. I have all the music now, so I have something less to look forward to when I boot it up. But I'm still going for all the spirits and everything while I wait for interesting stuff to happen. Um, Persona 5 is amazing because I've never been at the second of like 10 dungeons at the 20 hour mark in a game before. So... I feel like that says something about the quality of, like, the length of time that they made in this game. But, um, I'm really enjoying it. I'm really looking forward to getting another, like, 80 or 90 hours out of it, apparently. So, that's a thing. How, how many did you say you've already put into it? 20 hours. I'm in the second okay. dungeon. Haven't, bought, haven't fought the second boss yet. Um, I feel like there's, I think there's eight dungeons all in all. So, I'm about a quarter of the way through the game. And... Mm-hmm. So are you? So how is your how's your situation on playing that one? Because I know that since the move, I do you have yeah. like a TV that's dedicated to your PlayStation now? Or? Oh yeah, it's actually been easier. I have like a little like fifteen inch TV that I had back in college that uh, I had set up in my room anyway that I was playing with, and um, yeah, no, it works fine. It's just like I just lay on my air mattress and play Persona, so it's pretty good. Sounds so ghetto. 
Oh, it's nice. It's very, very can you low. Read, can Fan. you read the words with that yellow video connector? Or does it at least have any HDMI port? <laughs> right. I actually, I plug my PlayStation in with the um, with the red, blue, yellow, whatever the red, white, yellow can cables. I don't use uh, HD for my and PlayStation. And you can actually through. read the words. Yeah, it's fine. It's not a big deal. Holy shit! Not to mention, like sixty percent of the game is voice acted anyway. But no, okay. reading it's really not a problem. And I mean, it's an okay. RPG, so you have to be able to read anyway. But mm-hmm. no, it's good. It's not a big deal. No, I like it. I just want and, it to uh, be. Phantom you know. confirms that uh, Persona Five is about eighty to ninety hours. So. Yeah, I've heard. Okay. I've heard eighty to hundred from most people, but. I feel like at the pace I'm going, maybe I'm taking it slower than most because, again, 20 hours in and I'm like a fourth of the way through the game. So, we'll see. Awesome. Fair enough. Well, um, I guess I'll take next then. Um, I have been playing a few different games. Um, Man, I don't know where I want to start. I do want to talk briefly about Mario Party because that continues to be a nice weekend game for me and my friends. It's funny because like um, they'll get in a kick and then they'll just like say, "Oh my god, okay, you guys have you have to bring your switch over." And Heather has a switch too, obviously, right? So like she has to bring hers over because we play in the tabletop mode with the two switches. They actually bought a second um, Mario Kart copy, even though my friend doesn't even have a switch, just so we can play the two the that mode together where you put the two switches on wow. next to oh each other. Oh my gosh, that's freaking awesome! Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's fun. I'm really having a blasty, blasty, blast with Mario Party a lot. Um, one of the things that I didn't notice um, before also is that um i for i know i thought that switch had a speaker for for some or i'm sorry the joy con had a speaker at first because like when it's your turn you there will be like a buzzing that mm-hmm. happens and it's like it's like a melody and i'm like yep. where's that sound coming from well, that's and the it's HD like rumble apparently mm-hmm. it's so cool like i i just have I, you, I hadn't heard have you ever played go- mario kart with the rumble on and heard the coins in the no when you you collect a coin with the joy con it has like a metallic coin ring to it oh my god i'm gonna have to go back and play that that's so cool kirby and there i was gonna say yeah kirby has a section right in one of the very last levels where it actually plays the entire kirby theme yeah using the 3d rumble yep hd rumble God, did I say 3D Rumble? I you did. Say. Oh, There's a home. difference. It is high definition <laughs> Rumble, not third dimension Rumble. Duh. Fourth dimension. <laughs> yeah. So, th- still a lot of fun with that game. It's a. It is a blast. Um, I. I. You know. I. I know Lucas played a lot solo. I. I did play some solo, and I. I'm finding a new, pr- new appreciation for that as well because I wanted to unlock all the things. Um. You know. So I. You know. I had to play it by myself, and yeah. That. That was actually pretty fun, as well. Um. So yeah. That's Super Mario Party. Still a blast. I highly recommend it. I think there's a version out. Isn't there a version that comes with Joy-Con? A Joy-Con or something? Too? Yes. There's. And it's actually a really good deal. Or at least it was yeah. when it was available. It's the game plus two, I think, exclusive color Joy-Con mm-hmm. for a hundred bucks. Yeah. It's so sm- you're essentially getting the game for twenty bucks <laughs> or a right. free Joy-Con. <laughs> I think it's a left green and a right yellow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I very much regret getting that because, you know, such a I good wish deal, I had right? more Joy-Con. I but just want two green Joy-Con. 
<laughs> Jeez. But uh, okay, so then the next game that I have been playing is not a Switch game, not a Nintendo game, but it is a Monster Hunter game. Um, I downloaded Monster oh, you Hunter got World. Attention. <laughs> no, and, then, and then you just immediately. Yeah, no, I, I heard this whole thing already. I just shook my head and didn't <laughs> so, do its thing. Yeah, so I downloaded Monster Hunter World on a Switch sale, on a Switch sale, on a Steam sale over the holiday. <laughs> it was half off. It was 30 bucks. I said, hell, might as well. Let's do it. Um, I didn't like it. Um, I, <laughs> first of no, all, sir. I didn't like it. First, first of all, um, I was fighting with, uh, with my um, settings on my computer because that game is optimized to crap. It doesn't, it, it shouldn't be that way. Um, I've played games on like ultra settings before, like PUBG. I can play on ultra, no problem, not not a hitch. This game, I have a hard time even getting to run on like medium settings. So I was like fiddling around with all the things. Like there's a million different display settings that you can choose, like anti-aliasing, and if you want shadows on and off, or, like all that crap. I finally got it to a, a place where it's actually playable, where it's running at about. 60 frames give or take depending on what's going on on the on the screen and and I got and I'm happy with that so then I that was like at least an hour's worth just fiddling with it so at that point I was like I'm done with this game right now I'll pick it up another time so then I go back and I play it play it um the next day and you know I get to the point where I'm fighting my first monsters there's like this weird lizardy dude and like a bird thing or whatever <laughs> and I just don't like the combat in it. I don't. I don't know what it is. It, it feels really floaty, and and I know that I'm comparing that I'm probably comparing it to other games that aren't in the genre at all, like yeah, a Dark so Souls help or whatever. Me. Oh my god! I was just gonna say, don't mm-hmm. say Dark Souls. Okay. The combat in Dark Souls is so floaty. But like, <laughs> okay, the real the real test, the real question: Does it look better than Phantom Hourglass? Phantom Hourglass. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can I can happily say yes, it does look better than <laughs> so, Phantom Hourglass. So I'm just going to I know we've talked about this a lot in private, but if you don't mind, it's a short show. Yeah. So I'll talk about yeah. it on the show. Both Steve and I had very similar experiences our first time we played Monster Hunter. Mm-hmm. Um, I played it at my friend's house, uh, the same one who recommended uh, the the pole climbing drunk thing. Um, for <laughs> for like one, ten which minutes. Which one did you play? For I, don't first think the I played um, Try Ultimate, I believe it mm-hmm. was on the Wii, um, and I played the Arena. But um, I didn't like it. I thought the combat was really weird. I thought the controls were hard because it was like a Wii remote. And I I was like, it's okay, but it's not really my thing. Um, Then the demo came out on the Wii U for 4. And I downloaded the demo and I played it. And I was like, it's not open world. Uh, The controls are really weird. It's confusing. I didn't like it. Why do the fights take 40 minutes? (laughs) Um, What finally got me into it was like 60 hours of playing with Mike. Um, I, I, it's it seems to be that kind of game. I I feel mm-hmm. like it's just it's just the kind of game where yeah. you get into it because other people are playing it and you want to play with other people, and then you start to like it. And then you it's it's a very it's an acquired taste. It's almost like drinking like really strong coffee, or like or, or eating pastrami, or like oh well. Very recently, um, I actually started getting into sharp cheddar. Like I hated sharp cheese for the longest time, and now I start like enjoying it and eating it. I feel like Monster Hunter is the same thing. It's just it's not a it's not like a Reese's candy bar. You're not gonna bite into it and enjoy yeah. it. It's one of those things that you have to. It's 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 weird to say because a video game should never be this, and I'm not defending it for being this. Monst- but it's, can we put- it's very much an acquired taste. It's one of those things that you almost get into for other reasons. 
And then over time, you kind of end up liking it. And I'm sure that's not everybody's example. It just seems me and Steve have had the same thing. Yeah. So sure. That's, that's is is there any way we can lobby to get that on the box of the next Monster Hunter game? Monster it's like Hunter. Sharp it's like sharp cheddar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. And, you know, I can... I, here's the thing, though. I can appreciate that it's a, that it's a really good game. Like, it's got a lot going for it. It's just not for me. And I think also, and you touched on this, that if maybe I was playing with um, other people, because I don't know if I mentioned it, but I put entirely all my time into it solo, I'd probably also enjoy my time better. But, like, you know, I, my thing is, like, if you're going to make a single-player game, at least make it enjoyable for if you're going to oh, play single-player, yeah, single single you know? Oh, yeah, single-player is not... Yeah, they, it's never they almost... They, the other thing, too, that they almost need to advertise is... This game is fine, but you need to play it with friends. Yeah, sure. Um, it's it's almost like one of those things where it's like, and and I know I'm insulting people who like Splatoon's like single player, but it's like like how Splatoon has a single player and like no one plays it. It's like one of those things where it's like we we added it because we don't want to be Call of Duty and we don't want to like not have an option for single player right. anymore. But, like, the single player is something that you do when you're really bored and you have, like, no internet. or no and, and I think know? there is a value to games that are just like, hey, it's an online-only game. If it, that's not your thing, play something else. I mean, look mm-hmm. at, I mean, like, Fortnite, for me, like, I've played it by myself. It's only ever been enjoyable when I'm playing with you guys or with, you know, one of my other friends because... Um, and there is no single player to Fortnite. Of course, Fortnite also doesn't cost anything. Um, right. I, I, you know, I just kind of like I got Monster Hunter Generations for the 3DS. I think you did too, right, Eugene? You got yes, yeah. And and I played like two missions of it. I'm like, yeah, I don't get it. I don't get the appeal. And I never played it online. I could never coordinate anything with you guys where we could, you know, like do anything because I never had the time to devote. Because yeah, like you said. It takes like an hour to do a mission, so I have to make sure when I sit down to join other people that I have an hour, those other people also have the same hour, and, you know, we're all on the same track as to how to do it, and I just can't, I can't wrap my head around it, I can't wrap my schedule around it, so as much as I would love to love Monster Hunter, because you guys love it, and, you know, Schnazzy loves it, one of our friends from Fat, high school loves it, like, Fat they plays it. yeah, like, there's so many people I know, and I'm friends with who love Monster Hunter, I just can't find the time to devote to learn to love it, and so that's why I haven't bothered taking any of the Monster Hunter sales on the Switch, because I'm like I'm not going to get even $45 worth out of it, let alone... I didn't get $20 out of it on the 3DS. <laughs> right. Sure. Yeah, and you know, like like you said, like I, I kind of knew what I was getting into when I went in this one. I was like, okay, this is mainly a co-op game that I'm going to try and play single player. But, you know, I took the chance because it was only $30, you know? So, like, it's like, okay, what do, what do I really have to lose? And I am going to put more time into it, but, you know, I, I can just... I, I, I don't know. I, I It's just so far it hasn't clicked with me. I, it's just like grindy for grindy's sake, you know, and, and that's oh, yeah. just, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, but I'm yeah. not a fan of stuff like that. I've got so. stories that will curl, curl your hair about uh, grindy, grindy, Eugene. <laughs> I don't think you right? need to curl. <laughs> oh, it'll curl. Fair. Um, but, yeah, then I guess the last game that I want to talk about 
is surprise, surprise, smash. Um, because I working my way through the world of light and I, that was my least favorite my mode, but I'm, I'm learning a, an appreciation for it because, um, it, it, what I what I found out about this, or kind of realized in my head, is it's basically like in melee. It's the event mode, but just like with a world map, you know. <laughs> so, so like I'm kind of taking it for what it is in that case, and um, at at the same time, like some of the characters that I don't really know that you know you go and you fight their spirits, and then you know that's it for it. Like I'm actually you know reading up on him so like that one there's this one and it's all over the internet but there apparently there's this one character from metal gear that like if you get the spirit you start with a bomb and then i guess in the spoilers she in, I uses th- a bomb yeah yeah oh yeah <laughs> very in a very personal area to blow up yeah, yeah. So it's uh, it, it's interesting. I, I, it's getting me to like um, Google and try kind of find out what, who some of these um, the spirits are that I have in my roster. You know, that's kind of like me every time I see a Marvel movie because I grew up on DC. So every time I see a Marvel movie, I'm like, that character seems like he's probably significant to readers of the comics. So I immediately go to Wikipedia and read up on them. Like, oh, yep, all right, now I get it. Yeah, right, <laughs> right. So yeah, I, Smash continues to be good. There's hours and hours and hours and hours of crap to do in this freaking game but i love it so much um i have to say that online has been fantastic since that patch i haven't run into like hardly any lag um even in like four player matches where i have like items on and there's all kinds of crazy stuff going on i don't know if that the same could be said for you guys but um it's it's been really great hmm Yeah. Right. Sure. Well, cool. Well, uh, who wants to take next? What else y'all have been playing? I will. I've got a game that has hours and hours and hours and hours and hours of content that I've been playing. But we'll. Uh... So help me God if you say Hi World Warriors, Steve. <sighs> Well, let's start with Monster Hunter because we were talking about that earlier. I have a couple <laughs> points I wanted to make. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know, right? So clearly there's only two games I ever play anymore. Monster Hunter, High Reward. <laughs> yeah, oh, wait, there seriously. is a third. I do, ta- I do take a break to play. Well, I haven't played Minecraft for a few weeks. I do take a break from those two games to play uh, Rocket League. Ah. And yeah, Lucas and I have been having a lot of fun in Rocket League again. I'm finally to the point where I'm willing to actually pay a little bit of money to get keys to unlock the crates I get because they're doing this crate right now called Player's Choice and it has a super rare skin that I want to eventually get out of it. Um, so yeah, so I will be continuing to buy to buy keys just to open that one crate. Every, all my other crates are going to Lucas, but I will be opening that one crate. Well, and well, and that's just it, though, is I'm not normally that type of person either, but Lucas and I have come to another realization that I'm also not the same person you guys met a year and a half ago. Um, I actually play online games now, which I never used to do. <sighs> I'm starting to play online games by myself without Lucas or Justin or Eugene. Um, and it is absolutely weird, but yeah, now I'm actually buying keys, only a couple at a time, though, because, like, 
10 keys will last me a couple of weeks at the rate I get crates. Um, you know, so it's really not that bad. Um, the other thing I'm going to be doing in Rocket League is getting, Lucas, what is it called? The Rocket Pass? That is what Where it's you called. get the extra stuff. So I will be buying that because I just hit level 6 or 7 the other night. And there's some cool stuff coming at level 11, and I get extra experience if I buy the Rocket Pass because I've already hit that point in it. Um, so the next game that I've been playing is Hyrule Warriors. Um, Hyrule Warriors is my single-player Monster Hunter. Tell me your hour um, count. 200 and... It's either 75 or 85. I think I'm up to 285 now. Ugh. And why? Well, <laughs> I like here's, Hyrule Warriors, but I gotta go with Eugene on this one. Well, I'm judging you so harshly. Here's what you guys have to understand about this. I have these tent sales that I do twice a year. Where yeah, it's yeah, four yeah. 13-hour days back-to-back with no internet. Yeah, I still so, wouldn't be able to commit that much time to any one game, let alone a game that is literally just hack and slash for, you know, a half well, hour at a time. There's two things, though, that are contributing to my addiction to this game. At first, Your I was addiction? competing with. Well, besides that, <laughs> at first I was competing with Lucas for hour count. I've obviously destroyed him in that. Um, <laughs> but the second thing that got me is a guy I work with that you know our <laughs> listeners know as EP Knothead from the Discord mm-hmm. um, has said you may be the first person ever to one hundred percent this game. <laughs> I don't know if I'll be the first person ever, but it is my goal You'll to be eventually hundred percent this game. Um, at this point, I have all of the weapons level one through four plus and i have both skills unlocked on the master sword i have all of the costumes out of the main adventure mode maps i haven't started working on the uh rewards maps yet right um and i have all the fairy costumes and i'm currently working on heart containers and skull skull tulas um so i'm getting that is hardcore dude after I do heart containers and skull and skull tulas, all I have left to do at that point is a rank all the adventure missions, go through the rewards maps and a rank those, and then go through the challenge mode and a rank those. And then there may be an achievement. I may have to level up all my warriors to level two hundred and fifty-five. God help me if I have to do that because that's going to take forever. <sighs> you could just you know like not do it. But no, I I, see, I sense it so in Steve. Fun. He's I, I can I can see it in Steve's eyes, like he, that collector. And you're so close to yeah. getting there that like I yeah. know you're gonna do it. Like I'm probably only a couple hundred hours away, and I mean, I've got like four or five on calls that I'm doing this year that you know come with a eight hour shift where I'm stuck in my office on a Saturday, and I've got two tent cells coming this year too, so. You know, there's another 80 hours of gaming right there, just besides what I normally play. Well, I know what Steve's 2017 game of 2019 is going to (laughs) be. Yeah, it very well could be Hyrule Warriors again, depending on what comes out. (laughs) Um, The last game I've been playing is Monster Hunter uh, Generations Ultimate on the Switch. Mm -hmm. Um, Lucas and I continue to grind away at that, but things have changed a little bit. When I met you guys and him and Mike... um, I started playing Monster Hunter, and that was, like, the second game that I ever played, really, that was online. And I got Mm -hmm. really into it with those guys. That was the game that really introduced me to online co-op games and really got me into them. Um, We put 60 hours into uh, the 3DS version, and then when the Switch version came out here in America, we started over. Lucas and I started over. 
Um, I've gone from Lucas and Mike teaching me how to play the game to me and Lucas helping teach Phantom how to play the game. And now I'm starting to work through the single player now that I'm 200 and some odd hours in. I don't even know what my hour count is on that one. It's I think I'm close to 200 hours. Um, but yeah, so not, not only am I starting to work on the single player missions, finally, I'm doing those exclusively as my Prowler, which is my cat, because I find it a little more interesting for those missions. Um, but now I've actually joined another Discord oh, to find people to hunt with when Lucas isn't around. It's crazy. Like, there's a monster <laughs> called Atalka, which is this... Wait, wait, wait. Egy- what did you say? Atalka is okay. the monster's name. He's Egyptian. He's like this uh, scorpion-looking thing. And I'm oh, not so going to spoil rock. the surprise. Yeah, I'm not going to spoil the surprise for this monster because it's a really cool boss fight, and I don't want to spoil it for people that haven't hit it yet. Cause he doesn't have really Dwayne cool. Johnson's CGI head, does he? Um, <laughs> that would make it slightly more interesting, actually. Um, but I was trying to get his armor, and I needed this one element from his, um, like, from the stuff you can get from him, and it was a 3% chance to get one from rewards for the mission, and a 2% chance for getting it from a body car from the mission. And I needed six of them, because I needed one for oh the weapon Lord. and one for each of my piece of armor. So I created a hub that just said Atalka farming, <laughs> and just waited for people to show up, and then we would just go in and do that. Lucas joined me for a couple of missions one day. Dur- uh, like, I'm playing Monster Hunter during the day online, <laughs> like a Saturday. Like, this is bad, you guys. Man, you've got you've got it deep those like, games it, I, it's a good thing you don't gamble because that's like the same kind of thing well i know like yeah i have a story for my 21st birthday that i'm not going to tell on the air <laughs> um, but yeah dude like i don't get into very many games like this big like look at odyssey like zelda i think i put like 150 hours or 180 hours into breath of the wild and i put like 40 into mario odyssey um right. but my god when i get into a game I get into a game. Yeah. So. Jeez Louise. And the, and the nice thing, too, about Monster Hunters, that's another one that I can play at the tent sale because I can continue to work on those offline missions. I've completed almost every single low-rank mission from the offline mode um, just in the last couple of months playing as my as my Prowler. That I'm, I'm so. impressed. Also a little bit disgusted, but impressed. <laughs> I'm impressed and depressed. Yeah, it's, it's like you said in our private Discord, you don't know whether to slow cap, slow clap, or cry. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> so, uh. and then we're still plugging away on Lego Harry Potter. We've hit oh forty. We've hit forty-five hours. We one hundred percent at years one through four, and I think we're at seventy-two point four percent on years five through seven. Every time you talk about that game, it makes me want to get it. Because um, that's a game that would be awesome co-op. Oh, does it have... So are you playing... Okay, does it work on the same console co-op? Or could you also do it like if you had two separate copies of the game, each person has a Switch? Could you do it that way too? Same same console only. Oh, dang. Okay. Yeah, Yeah. you know, I still say that... It's a very lazy port, but it's a very good port. The best system ever for Lego games, especially once they went open world, was the Wii U. Because mm-hmm. you could have player one on the gamepad, player two on the TV, yeah. and 
yeah, I was. It was just one of those things no one else could do. And Lego games, I would get anytime I could. I would get the Lego games in the Wii U because of that. You know the way they did split screen on right. the Switch. I have almost no interest in playing. Like I played Lego City Undercover again because I loved that game. Besides that, I'm like, well, what's the point? Because I have to share a screen with somebody, and I don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah, I do have to say though, the one thing they do right on the split screen is it's dynamic split screen. Oh, well, even that's like, not. If, if you if you walk up and the other person walks down, it's a split. It's like a horizontal split screen. But as you move off to the right and they move off to the left, it'll kind of move oh yeah, around that's not terrible. You. Well, so. I, but it can be because it can royally screw up your like how you control. You know, it's kind of like an automatically moving camera. Where you'll be moving in one direction, and then the camera will move, and suddenly you'll be moving in a different direction because you have to adjust your control with the movement. So the only time the only time we find issues with that is when we're aiming with the reticle when you're yeah. trying to aim a spell, and the camera shifts, and suddenly you're aiming off to the right. That's the only real time that we have an issue. Speaking of time, do we have timers tonight, or are we just kind of just kind of rolling with it? All right. No, we're we're free balling it this year. I don't think that's so, what that means. And that that <laughs> is the extent. That is every game I've played in the last three weeks. Nice. Awesome. I think you're next, Justin. Sure. Why not? Um, I've had gaming ADD for the past week, so I've been playing a lot of things, but not a lot of any one thing. Um, I'm still kind of plotting my way through classic mode in Smash Brothers. Every time I have, like, 15 minutes free, I'll just jump in and play through with the next character on the screen in super easy mode just to see what their journey is like. The downside mm-hmm. is I discovered the shop a week or so ago where you oh, no. buy, where you buy costumes and soundtracks and stuff like that. And uh, unfortunately, I've spent all my gold, and I cannot do anything to earn gold quickly enough to buy all the... Because I've unlocked all the slots now. So every time I open up Smash Brothers, there are ten things, at least five of them I want, and I only have about a thousand gold, if that. And so I can only get, like, one or two things. Like, I just missed out on getting a um, Link me costume because I didn't have enough gold for it. Mm-hmm. And then when I reloaded the shop, it was gone. So um, I have to figure out some way to farm gold in Smash Brothers. That's probably one of the sadder statements I will say tonight. Um, I think I think that, well, I don't know how I do it, is I just spirit board my, my life away. You know, you get all kinds of coins and stuff in the spirit board, and then you also get the spirits to, to boot. Well, unfortunately... Um, yeah, I don't, I don't have that option because I only get like you know an hour here, fifteen minutes there to play games. But um, I uh, broke down, and when Retro City Rampage was on sale in the eShop last week, I went ahead and bought it because you know all I need to buy more games that I already have on two other systems. I'm turning into Steve, um, <laughs> but. Uh, it's a fun game, and the ability to swap between, you know, playing it on the go and on the TV is great. Um, so I'm just kind of having fun jumping in, messing around with it, again, doing a mission here or there and and whatnot. It's still a fun game, and it's really, really getting me hyped up for Shakedown Hawaii, which is supposed mm-hmm. to come out sometime before spring. So, um... 
So yeah, I've been playing a lot of that. Um, I've been playing a lot of Picross, all different kinds of Picross. Pokemon Picross, Twilight <sighs> Princess Picross, Picross E2. I haven't broken down and bought Picross E3 because I'm still playing through the other two Picrosses, plus Picross 3D Round 2. Um, and playing Picross has made me want to play other puzzle games, so I went back into Puzzle Quest. And like my 3DS has been on so often that it keeps dying because I'll, you know, like grab That's it, shocking. play like 15 minutes in the bathroom and then just leave it in the bathroom and forget about it until the next time I have to take a crap. Oh, sure. So, <laughs> um, but so I've been playing my 3DS quite a bit lately. Um, let's see. Let me look at what I've got going on my, on my switch here. Um, Rocket League. I've been playing that with Steven Lucas whenever I can. Um, yeah, I got Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu Christmas Day, and so I've I just came out of uh, was it Mount Moon? That's the first cave mm -hmm. uh, area. Yes. Yeah. So I just came out of there. Um, I blew some of my eShop credit on a couple of digital purchases to replace game cards that I had. Um, first one I got was Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. It's been on sale in the eShop for $40. The trade-in value at GameStop for pro members is $33. So I figure for 8 bucks, it was worth switching to a digital version because that is a game I will want to have you know, yeah, on me all the that's, time. That's one of the ones I bought digital just because yeah. I knew that's one I would want. The mm -hmm. other one I traded in my physical copy of and bought digital, and this actually took money away from New Super Mario Brothers. U. Um, but I did it for Starlink, and I hate myself for doing it. But after hearing how much extra content was in the digital version that we got screwed out of, and I'm seriously tempted to like contact Ubisoft and be like, "Look, you screwed you screwed over." early adopters by dropping the price a month after the game came out. You screwed over purchasers of the physical copy by including way more stuff in the digital version. But it was 50% off in the eShop, and the amount of stuff I got... Like, I got more DLC for repurchasing the game for $30 than I would have if I had spent $30 on DLC. <sighs> Plus, I got the, like, 8 or $9 trade-in for store credit at GameStop. So right. I'm like, what the hell? It's a game I enjoy. It's a game I want to put more time into, and it's a and it's a game I want to keep. So I... I think, I think that early adopters will literally always get the short shift on that stuff, and that's okay, kind of just but, the... But it's not usually that... Like that soon, like but, usually, yeah, sure. But usually, it's still the it takes like take, three know? to six months for a game to drop in price or to even have a major sale. And usually, like the parity between what comes with the digital version, like the standard digital version anyway, and the standard physical version, are relatively the same. Like you don't usually have like the digital version of Starlink literally had at least thirty dollars worth of included downloadable content that the physical version did not have and the physical version was like 10 20 bucks more because you're but paying you for the toy. toys yeah <laughs> but if but i but they didn't tell you any of that so i pre-ordered the toy figuring True. oh well you know the f 
digital version will come with all the same stuff, but look at this neat little toy that I got, and even if it's an extra 10 bucks, look at the... And then I saw all... You got, you got literally, like, all the pilots, most of the ships, most of the weapons, just for getting the digital version. Like, there's like a hundred bucks worth of stuff in the digital version that, yeah. you know, so... Anyway. Yeah, see, I, I, I feel you there, but, like, I've, I'm kind of of the mind, it's like, I, I wait for things a lot of the time, because I know I'm just expecting those types of sales. And you're right, it doesn't normally happen that fast, but, you know, I, I mean, it's kind of the chance of you take. The, part of the reason I bought it day one was because I was afraid that, like, many Nintendo collectible things, that Earthwing was going to fly off of shelves and be, and sure. disappear. So part of it was that see kind of... So part of it was <laughs> that sort of like I have to get this now or I will never get it. So yeah, it was that impulsivity in me that I have to have this toy and I'm glad I have the toy. I didn't trade in the toy cuz I want the mm-hmm, toy. Mm-hmm. Um and so I'm happy that I have that. I'm not happy that I got boned because I wanted it. Like at the very least they should have included some of that extra content. But anyway, so I got Starlink. And I've bitched about Starlink, and I've bought <laughs> Starlink twice, and I'm still bitching about Starlink, but I'm still playing it because it's still a good game, and it was good enough that I wanted to have on my system at all times. Plus, now I, I have a smaller game-carrying case because I only have three game cards left. Um, I used to have six, so I had to buy a larger case, but I bought a new Switch game case. And nice. the reason I bought a new Switch game case is because I have this device, which uh, Steve will recognize, that um, I think it's called the uh, GoPlay. It's from yeah, uh, BDNA, like uh, which is a really good peripheral company. Um, and they're, it's officially licensed, but it's got these nice grips, which if you're watching the video, you can see these nice grips and a little extra meat on the back. And it clips right onto the Switch. But the problem, and I loved it, and I would use it all the time when I was playing in bed, but it didn't fit in that Game Boy Color case that I've been carrying my Switch around in. So um, what I did was I took it back to GameStop um, and, and ordered the version that came with the custom carrying case. The carrying case mm-hmm. also came with a couple of game, you know, like Switch game card cases. So now I've got my grip, I've got my games, I've got it all in this nice nifty little case, and the only downside to it is I cannot carry my stand, which I don't really need because this doubles as a stand, Um, and I can't carry my flip grip with me, so I have to figure out a way to kind of bring that around with me, but that's a minor thing because that's only if I get the hankering for Donkey Kong or something, and... If I don't right. have it, I just won't use it. Um, but let's see. As far as other games are concerned, um, I've been playing Batman Arkham Knight. I played a, about an hour or two of that. Loving it. Not quite loving it as much as I loved Arkham City, but part of that might be because it feels like more of the same. So I don't feel like I'm getting a... Like, Arkham City was such a huge leap over Arkham Asylum that it felt like a whole new game, whereas Arkham Knight just feels like more Arkham City. But that's not a bad thing. Um, So I'm playing that. My favorite thing to do is, since I got the deluxe edition 
switching Batman costumes every time I booted up. So the first time I played it, I was, you know, Michael Keaton, 1989 Batman with a rubber suit. And then the next time I booted it up, I was the Dark Knight Returns, Frank Miller, Batman. And, you know, so that's kind of fun. I wish you could change the Batmobile in more than just the challenge modes, but oh well. Um, and Red Dead Redemption 2, still playing that. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else I've played on the Xbox. So I've played some Rock Band 4. Really happy to get back into Rock Band again. Um, I've downloaded all of the songs that I can from all of the Rock Band games that I've owned, which is all of the Rock Band games. <laughs> um... But yeah, really, like, there's nothing, there's no one thing that I've been focused on the past couple of weeks. No, nothing that I've poured 300 hours into. Um, <laughs> you know what makes me sad about Rock Band 4 is that you can't import your Beatles Rock Band into yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, and I knew that was going to be the case. And I accept the fact that Beatles Rock Band is its own separate thing because they did so many things with it, like with all the visuals and the harmonies and the special instruments and all that. So I'm kind of okay with that being its own thing, but because it's not backwards compatible with the Xbox One, you're still kind of locked in. The other thing I don't like is a lot of the songs on Rock Band 3 don't transfer over and the keyboard um, compatibility doesn't transfer over and being somebody whose only instrument is piano I miss playing keyboard but uh, but you know it's rock band so you know I mostly play bass anyway um, right but yeah so that's been it just kind of bouncing from game to game um, the majority of my time has been spent on smash and Pokemon, I guess. Oh, let's go. Yeah, I forgot that you got that yeah. one. Yeah, let, uh, let's go. I'm I'm loving Let's Go. It is the Pokemon game that will get me back into Pokemon games because of all the changes they made. You've heard a hundred people talk about how much they love or hate the fact that, you know, while encounters are no longer battles and, mm-hmm. you know, the Pokemon are visible on the main screen, I love it. I think it really makes the game more appealing to me and i just linked it to my pokemon go so when as soon as i get to fuchsia fuchsia city i can start trading pokemon back and forth through that so that'll be exciting Um, get your meltan box right i can finally figure out what the hell that's all about (laughs) (laughs) so yeah gamer add for the past two weeks that's pretty much been me you down with add yeah you know me (laughs) <laughs> fair enough well let me let me close it out here proper then and i'll edit that part out the but yeah i was like wait what do you mean lucas hasn't gone i i he went and never anyways so we've made it to the end this is the final bit of the show and this is where we sh- hawk all of our wares at you um so yeah um we want you to love us as much as we love you. And the best way to do that is to follow us on everything that we're doing on the internet. So, yeah, you can follow me, at Infendo Eugene, on Twitter. Make sure to follow at Infendo on Twitter as well. And actually, go to Infendo.com. I, we've mentioned it before, but that's where you can join our Discord, hang out with a uh, lot of fun people there, throw your friend code in the friend code channel if you're trying to get some Pokemon Go stuff going, do all that fun stuff. Where can the people find you this week, Justin? 
Uh, you can find me on Twitter at InfendoJustin. Um, you can follow my Disney Twitter at Utilidork. Um, if you listen to the show, you know I'm begging people to come help me with Utilidork. Still begging. Um, and that's all I'm going to say about that because I got nothing new to say on either, on either fronts. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Okay, well, um, what are your fronts about, Steve? Where are you at? Where, where can the people find you? Um, as usual, you can find me playing Monster Hunter all the time. Um, In a new can... Discord, obviously, you traitor. Yeah, but that Discord's not very fun, to be fair. It's more of a, like, business-only <laughs> Discord, so I bet I've got, like, 50 unread notifications in there right now. Um, when I'm not playing Monster Hunter, I'm on Twitter, um, at Gentus1, and I just tonight acquired a slightly new setup that will make my, um, capture setup a lot easier. So I will be starting to upload some videos to both, um, Twitch.tv slash Nintendo Radio if we're playing Rocket League or Monster Hunter or something like that. But any single-player games, if you want to see me and how I play Hyrule Warriors, um, you can see those over at twitch.tv slash Gentus. Awesome. Well, Lucas, um, what are you all about? Where can the people find you? Oh, God, who knows what I'm all about? Isn't that what we're all trying to figure out? Um, <laughs> if you've been following like my work on my game and stuff, you might have noticed I haven't done much since like through the holidays. Um, part of the reason for that was holidays. Part of the reason for that is because my computer is currently in Texas. Um, that's because my hard drive on my brand new computer pooped. So um, I haven't had much ability to work on my stuff lately. That said, when I get my computer back in a couple of weeks, I will be working on it some more. And the place you can go to find out all about that is chromaticue.com or my Twitter at chromaticue. They're both pretty easy to figure out. So, nice. Okay. Well, kids, we did it. We made it to the end of the show. We made it through another episode. It was fun times. Um, next week, we're going to be back with a semi-regular show for you all, but we are going to, as we've said in the last couple of episodes, um, change up the format a little bit. So be excited for that. Um, with that, we are going to get out of here, so we will see you all next week. Thank you for joining us. Bye-bye. Good night. Bye-bye. Peace. You've heard the amazing produce show we have. You've never seen the stuff that we actually do when we record. You can do that every Wednesday night at twitch.tv slash Radio.